Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Extension Specialist for Instructional Support with Family and Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. We are housed in the Martin Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. Then might be something that many people aspire to be, but when it comes to our credit file, that might not be exactly what we want it to be. So my guest today is Kelly May, Senior Extension Associate for Family Finance and Resource Management, and she is going to share with us about bulking up a thin credit file. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you for having me. What a great intro. So what exactly is a thin credit file? Oh, it's such a good question. So if you don't yet have a credit file at all, so we're talking about credit reports, right? Your credit, people talk about their credit scores, but it's not really the score, it's the report. So if you haven't had credit before, you might not have a credit file at all, or sometimes they call that credit invisible. Or you might have a file, but your score may not be as high as you wish it was. So maybe you haven't had much credit And it just hasn't had time to build yet. So there's only one or two things in there and they can't tell much from it. Or maybe you've had a few things in there and you'd like to do a little work to improve how that shows up in your score. So there are several tools available that can help you do this. So you can bulk up a thin credit file or use these tools to improve the score that you already have. Now, lots of times we think that if you haven't had credit or if you haven't had an experience with credit, then you're going to start out at the top. But that is not how credit works, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's going to it's going to base on what wherever you start, it's going to start with that first account. And it does take a little time to build. So there are two different types of credit scores. There's the FICO score and the Vantage score. And we're going to be talking about tools that will help you with your FICO score because that score takes at least six months to build. And so if you're trying to apply for something right away and you haven't had a chance to build that file yet and they happen to use the FICO score, you may need a little help. Exactly. And this is something that it's really important that we talk about, especially you said if you're getting ready to do something like buy a car or buy a house, mm-hmm. then you really need to have um, some of that established credit before yes, you go to make those help. transactions. So you've shared with me a term that I was unfamiliar with, which is ultra FICO. What mm-hmm. is ultra FICO? Ultra FICO is a free service that is offered by the people who run and generate the FICO score, and it uses additional information that you agree to share to generate a special score. So you would go to a secure online portal and you would link your bank account, such as your checking or savings. And a lot of people don't realize that your credit report does not look at your income. It does not look at how much money you make or how much money you have in savings. It's not weighing whether you 
should have debt. It's just tracking all the debt that you have. So using Ultra FICO, you can actually tap into a checking or savings account so that your banking activity can be weighed in with your credit report data because that is not usually included in your report. And so the Ultra FICO score does not replace your traditional credit score and it doesn't become part of your credit report. It's just like a bonus score that can help you in the short term when you're trying to do something new. So you can utilize this opt-in feature to share it with the lender that you're trying to get credit with. So this score can be helpful if you have consistently kept positive balances in your account that are at least $400 for a period of time. So if you've had a bank account and you've used it regularly, you can actually link that up to help your score sound a little better. So it's not looking at the type of banking that you do. For example, um, if you rent from an individual and they don't report to credit, that's not going to show up in your ultra FICO. It's just dependent on your bank account. Is that correct? It, it ties your bank account in with everything else that's in your score. So whatever you already have as far as credit will be counted also, but this will help move it up a little bit if you've got good banking habits. Okay. Okay. So then the next term is Experian Boost. And I'm guessing that that is related to one of the major credit reporting bureaus. Exactly. So there are three major credit bureaus, and that is Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And so Experian has decided to offer its own program. So that one's only available through Experian, uh, and they call it Experian Boost. And so they will look at bills that you may pay monthly that you would like to count. So if you have a, a history of regularly paying bills that would qualify, and almost all the bills we pay will qualify. So um, <laughs> their list includes phone, rent, utilities, television, even streaming services, insurance, internet, all sorts of different bills that we might pay. And as long as we pay those regularly, counting those in with your score temporarily can help boost your score. So that's why they call it Experian Boost. And it is done in a similar way to the other one. And so you go to this online portal that's secure and you uh, connect your bank account that you use to pay the bills so that you can say, yes, this bill, yes, this bill, and um, it can search those through your past statements to see that, yes, you have paid those on time. So unlike the Ultra FICO that just looks at your banking habits, this one Mm -hmm. actually looks at bills that you pay on a regular basis. Exactly. But that one is only available through experience. It's only through experience. Okay. It can... It can be a little confusing because different lenders can use the different credit bureaus. So they don't have to use all three. They can pick and choose which one they want to use. So it may help to know before you sign up for either of these what it is you're applying for that you would like to show an improved score for so that you can maybe find out which of these uh, services might be most helpful. So the Ultra FICO should make a difference on all three credit bureaus. Is that correct? 
Yes, if okay. they use the FICO score. Now, okay. if they use the Vantage, Vantage. score. We, get, we haven't even gotten to Vantage yet, have we? <laughs> okay, so no. let's, let's, let's... So okay. there are two scoring models that we use in the U.S., and FICO is one of them, and the other is called Vantage score. And so I mentioned at the beginning that FICO takes at least six months to build up, and, and longer is better. So the longer you have your accounts open, sometimes the better that will reflect on you as long as you've been maintaining them the way you're supposed to. Vantage scores a little bit sooner. So the Vantage score can come into play one month after a credit account is open. So they score theirs a little bit differently and it allows them to create that score a little bit faster. So the trouble is most of the time, consumers have no way to know in advance whether a lender is going to use Vantage or FICO. But if for any reason your credit is denied, the lender will disclose the score and everything that led to that outcome. So you will find out if you don't get the credit, you will find out for sure what happened and and where they got that information. So finding out what your credit file has in it, when you go to annualcreditreport.com, which you can do once every year. They have made the frequency permanent. So during COVID, they made it so you could get one a week. And the credit bureaus have decided that's a good policy. And so they have extended it a couple of times and they actually made it permanent just about a month ago. Even though you can check your credit file weekly, that might be a little overwhelming for some people and it's probably not necessary. Right. I would do it at least once a year. Um, It's good to know what's in your file and it's a great way to protect yourself from identity theft, to make sure there's nothing in there that shouldn't be in there. And it can help you to apply for things in the future just to make sure that's cleaned up, that there's nothing lingering. Like say you've paid off an account, uh, you want to make sure that it shows that you paid off that account because that can only help, right? Right. But you know what it says, whether or not you're there. If you see anything that's not right on your credit report, you can always, always dispute that with the credit bureau and they will work to get that corrected. So Kelly, once you have turned on this feature, either the Ultra FICO or the Experian Boost, is it something that you can turn off when yes. you find that it's no longer beneficial? Yeah, you don't have to commit to it forever. And it's, as I said, it's not part of your permanent credit report. It is a separate score that you can tell your lender, hey, I've got this uh, additional score and you can check that model to see that, yes, I, I am a good credit risk and you should lend to me. So um, it is a temporary thing. And and if you decide you don't want it anymore, you can absolutely turn it off and it is free. Oh, perfect. I was just about to say, and what does it cost? (laughs) It costs nothing. That is always good to know. Kelly, is this something that everybody needs to do to boost their score with Ultra FICO or Experian Boost? Not necessarily. It's a service you can use if you think it will help. Uh, But not everybody's going to need this. So if you have been taking care of your accounts, you may be just fine with what you're already doing. The goal of your credit score is not perfection. It's just to be as good as you can be. So just like with anything you do with your credit, you need to be able to accept the consequences. So (laughs) if you uh, sign up for these programs and you grant them access to your bank account or to your bill payments, you know, they're going to see whether or not you pay these things on time. And that's what they're looking for is whether or not you pay on time. So as with anything to do with credit, if you pay on time and you keep those charges low, 
it's going to help. So just keep that in mind when you're granting access for things. So while these things can help pad your file, they're not a cure-all. The best way to build and maintain good credit is to pay bills on time, pay down the balances, and avoid new debt. And if you have a fairly established credit file, they probably aren't going to make a whole lot of difference one way or the other anyway, are they? Yeah, it just depends on on what you're applying for and, and you know, whether a point or two is going to make a big difference. If you're right at the edge of a threshold from, you know, being between fair and good or good and better, yeah. <laughs> maybe it would help, but uh, not everybody's going to need this. Okay. Kelly, thank you so much for this valuable information that I hope that our listeners will be able to use in a way to enhance their understanding of their own credit files. Fantastic. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Talking Facts, and you can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.